Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you are looking to get married, you are engaged, newly married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have successfully navigated those winding roads over the past 18 plus years. Join us on this journey as we discuss real life experiences, both highs and lows, and what we have learned along the way. Happiness, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome to Destination Marriage. Welcome to Episode 9 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are thrilled that you have joined us for our journey today. Yes, we are. Today we're going to be talking about the Enneagram Personality Test. What it is, what it says about us, and are there insights for a marriage by taking the Enneagram test Mm -hmm. and uh, seeing the results. There's actually a number of different sites out there for Enneagram. Um, There's no shortage of articles, other versions of the test, but we chose to use the Enneagram Institute at www.enneagraminstitute.com and pay twelve dollars is only twelve bucks to yeah. do the test. It was really fun. There's um, a lot of like short, shorter versions, and we didn't know how accurate they were. Yeah, I would recommend taking the full test. Um, it's it's not timed. It's 144 questions. Each question has two statements, and you have to choose the one that is most likely how you would think or act. Some of the questions you might feel neither one is a good answer, um, but you're supposed to choose the one that is most like you. Right. So we both completed the test. Um, I think I did it a little bit quicker. I'm, I'm a, by nature, fast test taker. I've taken a lot of these personality type tests for different jobs and work interviews and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, It took uh, me a solid 45 minutes. <laughs> I, I try to go as fast I'm as possible. I'm a slow possible. tester. Well, I, I mean, you can overthink them, right? You can think through the question if you, if you want to, but they try to say for these types of tests, just go with your gut. What is your initial response? Like, what's, you know, because it's not, you're not solving a, a math question or anything we have to it's just when you see one of the two which one makes more sense to you you're like, just cracking yeah. the code on who you are as a person that's right not that serious not that serious <laughs> yeah don't don't overthink <laughs> the most yeah everything that you are and who you are as a person yeah um but it was interesting it was a lot of you know you can't really outthink the test some of these tests if it's for a specific job or something you can kind of gear your answers towards the type of job that you're going for and you know that or with the result that you know that they're yeah looking that they're for. Looking i really for, don't right. think there's a way to do that with this though right yeah i mean it doesn't how they combine and and figure out the 144 questions it's mm-hmm. it's very scientific i mean i looked it up it's been validated and you know i don't know uh, what psychologists and psychiatrists think about it but it's 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 out there it's yeah. definitely something and over the years there's like been a lot of different versions of personality tests and stuff but this one's about as thorough as i've ever seen so yeah it's pretty exciting um, so in Greek, um, Enya actually means nine and mm-hmm. gram means point. So there's nine personality types in three different centers, the instinctive center, the feeling center, and the thinking center. Yes. So for reference, the nine personality types, cause, um, and I guess, you know, that's where the name came from, but, um, they have nine personality types and they are the reformer the helper, the achiever, the individualist, the investigator, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, and the peacemaker. Those are the nine. I would give you the, read the definition for each, but they're very lengthy and you can definitely look those up. Um, Plus, 
I would recommend not even looking up really the definitions before you take the test. Yeah. Um, just take the test and then, you know, obviously it'll, it'll tell you exactly what your results are. Yeah, I didn't want to know any of them because I didn't want to like maybe bias myself in any of the questions or anything like that when I yeah. took it. Yeah. And, it, and so we, they email you the results. Well, they give them to you instantly as soon mm -hmm. as your test is done. And then they email them to you. And it's a 33-page like breakdown it's of detailed. who you are as a person. Yeah. It goes into so much stuff. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read Jackie's results. And Jackie's going to read mine. And it was really kind of crazy how on point it, it's pretty it, dead it really on. is. Yeah. yeah. So um, some of it's a little scary because they do talk about like at their worst what happens with this type of person or this type of relationship and it's like well that's not me it's like, yeah okay, and some well, of those aren't yeah it's not definitive if you're not in that place right. of your worst self yeah but things you could maybe just be on the lookout for you right know? yeah absolutely um and what it does it actually stack ranks them so like your number one that you score the highest on is kind of tends to be your 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 number one personality stronger type traits, yeah you're yeah. stronger straight and then mm -hmm. it then it and it you know goes from the highest to the lowest mm -hmm. and then so your top three typically is kind of like a triangle on this kind of odd graph that they have where they plot out everything so um, we won't go into too much with it as far as all the details because like I said it's 33 pages but there will we we're gonna talk about some of the highlights and then what we're gonna do is is they actually have this entire matrix where you can look at, okay, if your personality type X and your personality type Y, mm -hmm. how do those people re interact right. together in a relationship? And so we'll talk about that in the kind of context of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty interesting, um, some of the results there too. So I will... Do you want to read first? Yeah. Well, why don't you jump in, baby? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So these are Tommy's tell me, results. Tell me about me. I'm going to tell you about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So Tommy actually, um, his results came back as personality type three, which is the achiever. Um, the achiever is the success-oriented, efficient type. They're ad ad adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. Generally, threes are effective, competent, adaptable, goal-oriented, ambitious, organized, diplomatic, charming, into performance, and image conscious. Threes get into conflicts by being expedient, excessively driven, competitive, self-promoting, appropriate instead of sincere, boastful, and grandiose. At their best, threes are interdirected, authentic, modest, admirable, well-adjusted, gracious, interested in others, and self-accepting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. pretty I would on, say pretty on point. Yeah, I would say a lot of those are, are on point. Um, so. Obviously, like Tommy had said, um, in the report, it gives us a multiple um, pages on pages as far as all of the findings and a breakdown. I have some highlighted areas that I'm going to touch on here as far as recognizing threes. Again, he's the achiever. Threes are, above all, goal-oriented. They get a particular objective in their sights and then actively engage in activities that will bring them closer to whatever they seek. To achieve their goals, threes learn to be highly adaptable. They are able to change course when necessary and may even do some several do so several times, including a change of career, if that's what it is, if that's what if that's what it takes. In all of their dealings, threes value efficiency and effectiveness, and they are often prized by businesses for these values. I say that word in emails all the time, efficient and effective. Do you really? <laughs> I use those words all the time. <laughs> that's why I was laughing when I read that. 
Uh, well, there you go. They are extremely goal-driven, and once they are given a task to perform, will do their best to make sure that, is done, that it is done as quickly and as efficiently as possible. That's very much you. The problem is that threes can be efficient to a fault, becoming accomplishment machines, brushing their real feelings and needs aside to get the job done. This way, this way of living can leave threes feeling empty and emotionally mm. isolated, despite the success they may be having. Are you feeling so, isolated and empty? No, but think about some of the, like my habits. If I, if I'll get lost in a project that yes, really in this zone in the zone with it. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's nice to have something for the house or whatever it is. But ultimately, a lot of times, and we talked about this, I'll mm -hmm. do it as a way to kind of escape or to make myself feel good or accomplished about something that I actually got something done, and and get isolated. Yeah, and in turn isolate the family. So it's it's very mm -hmm. interesting how that that pretty much pegged me pretty pretty accurately I, I would there. say so if you start when you get to get into a project I mean you are like a machine you're just yeah. in that project nothing's gonna pull you away until it's completed right which can be a good thing though too or a bad thing yeah, if, it, I mean, if it sacrifices other important things that yeah. you know like your needs and the boys mm -hmm. needs and other things so. that's true very interesting. That is interesting. But I, I think, and obviously there's more to it. I'm not going to read every single page. But just in those highlighted areas, it's very much on point um, with, you know, just who you are. And, sure. You know, and, and it gives a lot more detail, you know, just little things here or there, depending on what your person, personality type is. Um, is there anything that you read through there that maybe, not trying to match it with me, but was kind of like an aha moment for you or... Oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought about it that way. Something like that. That I, I that I felt didn't really align with you, or just that you found interesting beyond just kind of things that we both agree that I am that certain way. Anything yeah, that stuck out. Um, I I mean nothing stuck out that I I in reading it I felt like wow it does sound a mm -hmm. lot like you. Um. You know, it's like threes can be found at the gym. Yeah, that's <laughs> very much you. Um, you know, the, the fact that you focus on those projects, um, you know, what you see value in. I didn't see anything that was a light bulb moment or alarming. Um, Good. I mean, you know, like, I'm, wait a I'm, second. I'm, 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 <laughs> you're going to keep me. All right. I didn't see anything like that. Um, but no, I think a lot of it was really on point for you. Um, you know, it says that, also, you know, that you like to um, enjoy sharing self-development -deve tips, um, you know, developing career skills, you're a hard worker, diligent, effective. I mean, those are all positive things and you're very much that way, you know. And of course, this is not, there's also another portion to this that'll say certain things like at your worst. Right. And I think when I had read the at your worst, maybe there were some things there. Which it's like scary because you read them, be, when you read it, you think, I'm not that way. Oh my gosh, well, am I that way? For like, any one <laughs> of these, yeah, if you read the at, at your worst, it's pretty negative. But that's right. the, the whole point of it is to highlight, hey, you need to be aware that this is a potential, you know, weak areas of, of your life that maybe you would need to work on. Maybe you don't at this time, but maybe you will in the future. So when you read it the first time about yourself, your results... Yeah. Did you consciously like, oh my gosh, like I'm a terrible person. Like, am I that way? And then you have to kind of like take a step back and be like, oh, this is just saying at my worst. Yeah. This is how I could act Yeah. in my, but I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, am I that way? I thought so in the beginning when I read it, I was like, 
that's really negative. And yeah. it, I felt, yeah, it was alarming to me. And it, and it felt a little like, gosh, yeah, am I that terrible? Yeah, or am it's, I this? it's a little scary. And mine was more so um, heavily focused on um, anxiety, I think, yeah. about mine. Um, and then you got anxious thinking about it? Yeah, and then it made me feel anxious. <laughs> All right, so Jackie, my beautiful bride, is type six, the loyalist. Um, then type two, then type four, top three. Uh, type four is the individualist, and type two is the helper. So that's your top three. So the loyalist, type six. Generally, sixes are reliable, hardworking, organizing, vigilant, dutiful, evaluating, persevering, cautious, anxious, believing, and doubting, conservative, and liberal. Sixes get into conflicts by being pessimistic, defensive, evasive, negative, worrying, doubtful, negativistic, didn't know that word existed, reactive, suspicious, and blaming. At their best, sixes are courageous, cooperative, disciplined, grounded, secure, faithful, self-expressive, funny, and affectionate. I am pretty funny. Yeah, well, obviously. It's <laughs> the only reason I married you. Um, so the type six exemplifies the desire to create a stable, safe environment to cooperate and create with others and to be adequately prepared for the various difficulties that life presents, which I that just that sentence there you know you always talk about being prepared and planning and i'm a planner you need you when you're mm -hmm. not feeling like you're planned you feel anxiety sometimes yeah. around things like that it's interesting yeah um this sentence i really loved it said once they have decided that someone has passed the test which what they were talking about is when you meet someone new you're cautious mm -hmm. they're not you but like a six is tends to be cautious mm -hmm. and doesn't just give their heart to a new friendship or things along those lines but once someone has quote passed the test there's almost no limit to their loyalty or to the sacrifices that six sixes will make for the sake of the trusted person i thought was uh pretty that's definitely pretty on point yeah for you. that's really yeah. on point um Sixes know that once they make a commitment, they do so 110%. They find it difficult to, to leave a relationship once they have begun to trust someone and to rely on them. Um, once they have established a solid relationship, they show their trust and affection by supporting the other person in every way they can, especially by being reliable and trustworthy themselves. One sign that sixes have issues with trust is that they approach others with a sincere but cautious friendliness. Yeah, that's what I was referencing there. Mm -hmm. When sixes are relaxed, they have a natural talent for engaging people and for finding common interest. It's, it's funny, they, they often get to, uh, to get, they often gel, get others to like them, sorry, by joking around and bantering, even though, yeah, which is absolutely you. When you're hmm. comfortable in a situation and you're, you're meeting new people, yeah. um, you absolutely just, you're, personality just shines and you're mm -hmm. laughing and I, I know you laugh from across the room and I love it I hear you laugh you know I hear I My hear the laugh just just joy and trust and compassion and all that wrapped into you know your mm -hmm. smile and your laugh when you're talking with others and Thank meeting you. new people it's infectious mm -hmm. in a good way not in a COVID-19 way <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It, it, I did, you know, we didn't talk, like you said, it didn't talk about like the worst. We didn't, we didn't focus on that for the purpose here. Cause like I said, it's 33 pages. Yeah, we could be, we here, could here, be all here all day. All night. Yeah. But I think the anxiety component and understanding that it's kind of a natural because you're cautious mm -hmm. and because you're, um, you know, always looking for 
for things. You you know you talk, you give me a hard time about mm -hmm. street smarts versus co you know common sense and um, you know you grew up in the Bronx. You had a different childhood than I did, and you learned you it was taught. I think my antenna just I yeah your like antenna is always up. up. That's yeah. a good yeah, and I tend to maybe default to trusting people until they burn me versus mm -hmm. you just don't trust them until you trust them. Once you, once you trust them, then you're all in mm -hmm. and it's, you are, you're a very loyal person. Fiercely loyal is what I like to say. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was interesting. I, I mean, this is great. I mean, it's, it's, it's helpful. And I think we'll talk about it. Um, the relationship component here in a second, but mm -hmm. like, it's helpful for me as your husband to, learn more about you generically through this test yeah i think so and then you know okay well how do i as your husband mm -hmm. like foster that right. or not get angry mm -hmm. if if your personality type comes up just learn to mold into you and you mold into me or maybe just kind of if you know when we're both reading one another's you know personality type results um, or enneagram results just like you mentioned before, obviously this is kind of a way for me to crack the code on how you think, um, you know, maybe why you do the things that you do. Instead of just getting angry Instead or Instead of getting by frustrated, it. you know, because your brain just doesn't, or you just don't naturally think that way, you know. You may not respond the same way, but when you're reading it, it's like when we would have a conversation, if we didn't agree on something or we didn't communicate something the same way or something upset me and it didn't upset you, if we had the conversation around it, it would just be frustrating because I didn't understand where you were coming from. You obviously were not seeing from my side, but reading, reading the Enneagram test results, I feel like kind of takes you out of the equation and you know, you're reading what the expert behind the Enneagram is saying, you know, about you, Tommy as a person, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, and it's just, it's really helpful. I think, you know, for anyone to take it in any relationship, I think it's can be a useful tool, even if, you know, we've been married, what, 18 years now. Mm -hmm. So some of these things I'm like, oh yeah. Almost 19. Yeah. Almost nine. That's right. Almost month, 19. A little over a month. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of these things I didn't think of before. I think it's great, but. So let's talk about what each type brings to the relationship. And what's cool is you go onto the, the Enneagram website mm -hmm. and under learn, I think is the tab, you go down and you, you, you know, click on the relationship tab or whatever that is. And it, and mm -hmm. it'll, you know, it'll say, okay, if you're this personality type, you, and you click on the number of your partner or your, your spouse. Right. So if you're then, a three, mm -hmm. which you are, then you would click on. Uh, yeah. I clicked six. on the six yeah. and then it pops up and uh, the, interesting first sentence on each what each type brings to the relationship surprisingly this is not a common pairing i was like oh good we're off to a good start with our relationship <laughs> like how, although, does, how did this happen <laughs> although these two types can work very well as a team and i thought that was really interesting because yeah. we talk about the fact that we're a great team all the time yeah and we i think well and a lot of our friends that know us really well mm -hmm. that have seen us act as a team and work together mm -hmm. make that kind of comment as well right you know, not necessarily just random people we, we meet or in short order, mm -hmm. you know, or have some like a, a surface level relationship, but those yeah. that like really know us, our family, our close friends that, mm -hmm. that know how hard we work together as a team. So yeah. I was encouraged by the second half of the sentence, even though the first half of that sentence didn't start off so hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 
Threes can bring an enormous sense of self-confidence and the hope of success that is assured that this relationship is a winning team or that this couple is the best ever. Woohoo! Common goals bring them together. I love that. They are both practical and want to achieve tangible things in the world. Sixes bring grounding, industrious hard work, perseverance in difficult times, and personal loyalty to the three. Sixes provide warmth, support, and a great deal of practical good sense. You bring a lot of good sense to me, that's for sure. <laughs> Not that I'm off like with some wild, crazy ideas, just no. you ground me quite a bit. I would have never thought so. of that. I would have never thought of that until I read this. I mean, I would definitely say um, warmth. I feel like that's definitely me. Um, but yeah, I would have never thought that I grounded you, but that's good to know. Yeah, and you bring a lot of really hard work, and but there's a lot of times where mm -hmm. I will bring some some kind of like the, the cheerleading a little bit yeah. to you and support, mm -hmm. you know, words, positive words to try to build you up. Yeah. I mean, you build me up too. I'm just saying like right. I, that is a personality type where I'll try, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do that for you, yeah. you know, quite a bit. So very interesting. Um, I love this sentence we just highlighted. It said, in short, they are both doers, which is very much us. Like we're, we're yeah. both like very much just a, Mm -hmm. get stuff done, do things, you know, we don't. Very proactive. Very proactive, mm -hmm. try to stay as organized as possible, fail all the time, but, mm -hmm. you know, stay active. Like, we can't sit around. Right. Not much. Unless we're on the beach. <laughs> with a drink and cocktail That's in true. hand. Cocktail then, in hand. Then we're, we're good. Um, respect for each other can grow as each continues to discover the other's good qualities. I love that. Um, yeah, I think that that's, and, that, and I think that's also something that um, grows in a marriage, you know, because then you learn new things about each other. I think you had mentioned there were certain things that maybe you didn't recognize qualities in me that you recognize mo more recent, maybe in the last couple of years, more so than maybe in the start of our marriage. Yeah, because I think this is like really important, obviously, for marriage, but mm -hmm. it's definitely something in, from a maturity standpoint. I've tried to focus on because we it's easy to why do you love me question right mm -hmm. which you know you ask me that a lot and mm -hmm. and it's it's romantic and it's it's very uh it's it's a nice moment right it's not yeah. it's not superficial it's not sometimes when you ask it i may say something oh because you're hot or you know <laughs> like you know whatever but sometimes when you sometimes you just want to hear mm -hmm. why yeah but i think from my perspective if I'm just proactively thinking about that, not to not necessarily to say anything to you, just mm -hmm. thinking through, I really agree with that. Like, because of our personality types, the respect as I've grown closer to you and mm -hmm. I respect you more mm -hmm. for who you are, yeah, it makes me kind of think of I've thought about those things quite a bit. Like, like I mentioned to you earlier, like mm -hmm. your loyalty, your you know the relationship you have with our sons, just your your hard work, all these things that I'm like, wow, I really respect that about my wife. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that this tells us, yeah, well, that's what these two relationship types that's do. How we're, yeah. Now's your turn to tell me all the good things about me. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. <laughs> Why do you love me? No. <laughs> um, I agree with that as well. I feel like also, um, as you've grown as a husband and as a father and as a man, there are things that I, I notice now 
more so that I that I respect about you, that I love about you, um, and just the way you know you care for me, protect me, the, mm. the the hard work that you put into our family and our home. Um, there's just so many things that you've grown into that I've noticed, especially over the last I want to say maybe like four or five years. Yeah. Um, that just make my attraction for you that much stronger as well. I like that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's always good. But I think um, it's it's easy, especially in a earlier part of marriage, is to only focus and to dwell on the things that annoy you about the other. Yeah. And I've had I have to catch myself. I feel like <laughs> no, I it's it's I think it's a positive here. Like <laughs> uh-huh. if my head goes towards like stewing over something yeah. that that you did that made me that makes me angry. Right? Maybe it's not the actual whatever happened, but just she always does that or that. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I've, I think I've matured quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I really try not to dwell on that and just focus and just ignore it and be like, that's a moment in time, not who she is. Mm-hmm. If you made me angry about something. Yeah. And then focus on what we actually have in our relationship and who we are as a couple mm-hmm. and not think about the, you know, there's a big difference between what someone did and who they are. Yeah. And if you let what something, what something, what someone did to you, if <laughs> yeah. you let that thing like represent who that person is mm-hmm. that's that's not healthy yeah. you know especially if it's a relationship you want you know if somebody burned you to the point where it's just not really I mean, it depends it's not on what it salvageable is, and yeah. you you know you move on from that person or that relationship yeah. or whatever but i'm just i'm more talking about day-to-day stuff that mm-hmm. that could compound or could kind of stack on one of you know one build right. off one of them until you you're, you have bitterness but yeah I think that respect for you helps just, and obviously the love and the passion I have for you helps Mm -hmm. me to forget about the little things like that. Yeah. So it's very interesting, huh? That is interesting. Well, it goes on to say this can be very enduring and this can be a very enduring and successful couple as long as heart-centered values and deeper principles keep them both grounded. Oh, yeah, like what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I could have just read that sentence and it would have, uh, we could have saved five minutes off this episode. <laughs> no, I love it. It says these two types have similar negative qualities in common. Both Uh-oh. are looking externally for reassurance to make up for secret inferiority feelings and insecurity. Both want to be socially accepted. What do you think about that? I think we've, it's interesting, and this is this is where it skips over to the potential trouble spots and then it goes to like at their worst, this relationship does these things. But Mm -hmm. so I think that we are open with each other about that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not a, it's, it's real Mm -hmm. as a part who we are and like what we struggle with sometimes, Mm -hmm. but we're open about it. And it's not something that, because what it talks about in here is that a lot of times these types of personalities will keep that from one another. They'll avoid when talking. They'll avoid about talking it. about it. Yeah, and that doesn't apply. We do talk about it. But there are some truths there, right? Like we we do want to be socially accepted, and mm-hmm. we yeah. Who doesn't? You know, I mean, not yeah. Well, some people yeah. don't care. It is an important. <laughs> no, it's an important part of our of our lives to have that those friendships and mm-hmm. the social circle. Yeah. Not for status, but for community and for mm-hmm. friendship and yeah. you know those things. But um, 
and we both have we talk openly with each other about mm -hmm. feelings of inadequacy at times mm -hmm. and struggling with that yeah so it's interesting that they pretty much nailed it on on the point except that we have i think evolved and grown emotionally together yeah. around that yeah. i agree so so then it goes to at their worst this is the scary part right I feel like, yeah no <laughs> so we'll skip over some of it but they said they can deteriorate into a relationship of robotic functioning in which real feelings are not discussed and both develop social lives away from the other threes will try to keep up appearances and are often embarrassed by sixes revealing that the pair is in trouble eventually there's a quiet deadening down of any real enthusiasm or interest from both terrible. in the other instead of healthy skepticism and questioning of the six or the playful teasing and challenging competitiveness of the three both sides present an increasingly what is it bland, bland mask of normalcy yikes to themselves and the world until something gets exposed wow so obviously we we hope that we're not there and we're not but no that sounds awful so what would you what's your takeaway there though like for our marriage as a as something to to avoid how do we you know what do we what do we do there um well i think a lot of that would be you know having open communication you know obviously we don't want things to get to the point where it's there's no communication there's a quiet deadening down of right? any real enthusiasm what right that's yeah. and but i think but here's i think for me the takeaway is if we ever see that we have become robotic mm -hmm. in things. I mean, sometimes, look, there's seasons in life where there's so much to do or there's, there's something I traumatic or dr dramatic going on. Yeah, where mm -hmm. it's like you're just, you're in the zone and you have to be because you're taking care of so many things. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a relationship, right? That's just life for like a moment. But like, if mm -hmm. we notice that like our day-to-day -day relationship we're just passing each other by. Yeah, and it's, and it's robotic. Or even when we're together, it's robotic. Yeah. That's where it would be like a, like a, I think bells should start going off. Like, oh, remember the Enneagram? Mm -hmm. Like, we need, to, we need to figure out what's going on. Right. And stop it. Mm -hmm. And again, that's, that's saying at our worst. Right. You know, there's a lot of in between there. So, could be, you yeah. know, I mean, for any couple, sure. know, before you get to at your worst. But, I mean, grateful we're not in that place, but it's still good to know. Yeah, I think it's it. I think it's really good. I'm I'm really happy we did this. We, yeah, we've me had too. some of our family and friends. We had a discussion at, at dinner the other night and kind of get in. And I had heard of it, but we had never really. Yeah, we were really curious. I kept hearing about it, and and, and so people were throwing out, "Well, I think I'm a nine, and I think I'm a three, and I think I'm a four. Well, yeah. fours do this, and fives do that." I'm like, "What are they talking about?" Right. Like I didn't know, but uh, I think it's worth the twelve dollars. Yeah, to, it's only twelve. Yeah, it's only twelve bucks, and. Um, you know, if you have just whatever, an hour one night and you want to give it a try, I say do it. It can't hurt. It's great for a marriage. It's something that I think companies are also using or using it as a tool to just kind of understand their... For leaders to understand their people yeah. and, mm -hmm. and the team, the te their teammates. And, you know, I think it could get, I could see it getting a little, mm -hmm. little out of hand too. You know, if, if like it's thrown down people's throats, like, well, you're this and you're that, so you need to be do this. And right. It's like, oh, I mean, here's the thing, you know, I don't know. Um, obviously, you know, we're doing the test and 
we look to see what that means for our relationship. I'm not right. saying, hey, if it comes back and your report says you're a terrible match. <laughs> well, that was the first sentence. You're not, this is not a very I mean, apparently match. we're like the unicorn. And this is numbers uh, that never but come it, together. I love how it said it, it can be enduring and, you know, really a good team. Mm-hmm. If I think it's you know conscious effort on both parties, so yeah, you think we should do it with the boys and have them take the test? You know, and I see? thought about that. I, I, I don't know if, if, if Dylan's old enough to do it. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see Brandon's results. Yeah, I think I'd be because he's he's an adult now, so I would be interested to see his results. I kind of have an idea of what I think he might be, but um, it's interesting because we were chatting with friends the other day, they were like, Oh, you're a one. And in my res- in the actual result, it says sixes are often confused for ones. Yeah. Um, but we also remember there was all, I don't remember the exact like which dynamic it was, but somebody mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I think you're this," and it was like completely opposite of what you ended up testing at. So it's mm-hmm. curious, it's interesting how people's in, I mean, gosh, that could go. That could be another episode, right? People's interpretations of who you right. are mm-hmm. and their perception of who you are. But this can be good for like it's just it's not marriage friendships you know just really understanding who you are as a person yeah. um you know we always want to work on improving ourselves and you know every single day so we can make the most of those relationships sure. you know and bring them to if they're not in a healthy place in a healthy place or or lookouts things to look out yeah. for if, if you start noticing certain things happening maybe it's time to to revisit the Maybe anagram. it's time to take that anagram <laughs> test. We would encourage you guys to check it out. It is fun. It only takes, I mean, it took Tommy probably 10 minutes. It took me 45 minutes. But again, it's not timed. Um, you know, I just like to read through things slowly. And there's no wrong way to answer. Yeah. You know, you're going to answer the way your gut tells you to answer because that's who you are. And um, again, the website, um, I know we had mentioned it, and I'll be sure to include it on our Instagram so you guys can go straight to the site. Um, I think you have that, Tom. Yeah, Let's so it's dot com. So it's www.enneagraminstitute.com. Awesome. I encourage you to do it. Yeah. Do it with your friends. Do it with your family. Um, I, we, we were going to take the short, like, free test just to compare notes. Yeah, just, there's, like, some quick ones with 10 questions. But, but we didn't do it. So maybe if you want to, you know, if you don't want to pay the 12 bucks, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, or don't do it. But uh, you'll definitely get a nice detailed 37-page report if you take this one now. Right. <laughs> It'll just detail everything about your life. Yeah. But it's well, a lot of fun. we really thanks, thank everyone for jumping on today. We hope it was uh, insightful. I know we thought it was insightful for us in our marriage. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully if... You don't have to just be a three or a six to get something out of what we were talking about yeah. today. Yeah, like I said, there's nine. So yeah, so uh, we, you know, we're excited about continuing these types of conversations. We've got a couple other kind of topics that, around mm-hmm. these types of things that we want to talk about and share with you guys and get your feedback on. Yeah, but, um, and if you guys take the enneagram. Um, Maybe uh, message us on Instagram. Let us know what your results are. I'm going to post um, this week about our Enneagram again, just to remind you guys to take a look at this um, site. But yeah, we'd love to hear what your results are if you don't want to, if you don't mind sharing. And if you're, yeah, if it was accurate or if you find it being inconsistent yeah. and so on. But anyways, well, thanks guys. We really appreciate it. Till next time, I'm Tommy. I'm Jackie. And this is Destination Marriage. Bye guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen on Podbean, iTunes, or Spotify, and hit subscribe. Also, visit us at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage, and be sure to tune in to our next episode.